0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice throw! Salaam. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar al I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. How are you guys doing today? How are you feeling? What's the latest happening in the world of sports, health and fitness? Well, I'm about to tell you now. With social media boycott underway, racism in the front page, The fans took center stage at Old Trafford, which consequently broke safety rules, denying the game, which eventually postponed the Liverpool versus Manchester United game. Everyone's talking about that today. Hooliganism is being branded, vandalizing the stadium, you know, stopping football from going. But did the fans take it one step further? That is one thing. Then we've also got the... Ramadan segment which is going to be on health and fitness. Now I've had a few people send in some questions and I always say I'm going to dedicate one of those to you every show. So we're talking about that as well today. The question came from Masoud, asking about nutrients and diets during Ramadan. Now I know there's nine days left but still anyway I can help I will do so. Trevor Lawrence, if you don't know the name you might want to note that down because the NFL star Is booming at the moment, a very young athlete. But we're going to talk about something way beyond that. When you get that kind of attention as an athlete, very, very young, life seems to speed past you. So we're going to talk about what he's going to be facing and why there's a big deal about this young gentleman. All this and more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. (laughs) Oh, he the goal. This is the halftime show with Umar Duri on Pulse 95 Nice strike Oh
1: better than nice wonderful <laughs>
0: Sure is that time. We're feeling the vibe and you're here on the Halftime Show in Pulse 95. Wow, that rhymed. I need to use that line more often. Uh, we're talking a lot of good stuff today. Thank you for everyone who is tuning in on the Instagram Live at Omar Aldouri. Shout out to Shadi. Uh, Fahad as well who's just joined the room. RBO, Rajvi, Alain, Griez, Grim, Zinaldo, Uh, Lara, Terry, Zulfia, Zaruni as well. Uh, Thank you very much for tuning in. Right, okay, so what's on the show today? We are talking all sorts of good stuff. Um, To start off with, I think the headlines at the moment now is the uh, issue that happened last night between Manchester United and Liverpool as the fans, the United fans, broke into the stadium and protested And now it turned into a little bit of violence with some people getting uh, injured. But also the fact the game got postponed and called off because it wasn't safe following COVID restrictions to be able to get everything turned over. Now, part of the stadium also, they said, was damaged, which wasn't really good for football. But how far are we going to go with this? Now, obviously, the European Super League has caused, you know, a huge stir and a lot of people have gone mad over the owners going behind the fans' back and more than any time uh, the fans are voicing their concerns and also it's their club. So, several factors coming into this situation yesterday was already very, very sensitive. Now, protests, perfectly fine with. In my opinion, nothing wrong with protests as long as safety doesn't come into the conversation. And here's where you know, Manchester United fans and other fans as well, just to make that clear, around Europe and, you know, around the world are very angry at the owners for going behind their backs and calling it greed and etc. But yesterday was just a step too far. Now, my question to everyone here if Manchester United were closer to Manchester City, would the protesters have still broken into the stadiums knowing that fans are not allowed in the stadiums and would that have got as far as it did here's how football is one thing but getting to that point where police are involved safety is involved health is involved that, that's a bit too far now not just picking on united obviously they're the ones that you know got the game yesterday called off But Old Trafford, if you've been to Old Trafford, I've been there before. If you've been to the Manchester United Stadium, it's one of the hardest stadiums to break into. Not that I've tried to break into it, but the security and the structure of the way the stadium is, it's very difficult. So my question is, especially with the reporters for Manchester uh, News, for all the journalists, everyone were advised not to leave their car prior to this situation because they heard there was going to be a protest. So this had been building up and been planned, obviously, for a while. And having a look at that and the way that it's been planned, it's something that I would personally say is very, very touchy. Because if the journalists weren't allowed in, then that means this had been premeditated. This has been something that was on the cards for a while. What I noticed yesterday is the green and yellow... um, flags and the green and yellow fireworks and for those that don't know Newton Heath the initial guys who Manchester United morphed into Manchester United were green and and yellow and so there was a statement there in, in having a look at that and seeing how the fans were saying this is our club this is not the owners club the Glaziers clearly have been in the situation before I think it was 2010 where the fans were against them but again it's just the timing. I think more than ever, and, and you guys let me know what you think about this, more than ever, the fans have a voice now and the the players have made themselves clear, the coaches have made themselves clear, even the pundits like Gary Neville, who I yesterday was hearing Richard Keyes speak quite badly of Gary Neville and say that you know, you've infuriated the fans and you've kind of motivated them to do this stuff. Not really. He's standing up for what he believes in. He's a huge Man United fan, but he also stands up in protesting against greed and against people that don't have a love for the game who are treating it like a business now there's nothing wrong with business owners either so let's just get that out there when you when you buy a club or when you buy a business obviously the whole point is to make profit turn over to do all these kind of things so that's not the problem the problem is keeping secrets and thinking of what's gonna just benefit you without letting the fans know what's the direction of the club would it still be like that if Sir Alex Ferguson was there if you had the ambassadors who held the club for so long if you had them there would this still be happening communication is another factor i think yesterday they just took it that one step further which you know was was really really frustrating because liverpool could have ended Obviously, we know Manchester are going to win the league, but Liverpool could end the title race then and there if they'd beaten Manchester United. Now, with this game being postponed, that doesn't have the same magnitude as it. The story of the Premier League in that, because of what happened yesterday, was just a bit too much. Uh, Florian is sending us a message in here all the way from New York. He's saying they should all be arrested. It was a planned actuated act of lunacy on behalf of Manchester United. I was shocked and disappointed at what I saw. You had people as young as 12, 13 on the field acting a fool. One hundred percent, And more than anything, you know, the the fans that are watching, you don't want it to reach that level. You saw the policeman who had the injured uh, eye, especially with the bottle being thrown at him. It's a very, very touchy subject right now. And, you know, we have to hold a grip on, get a grip on what we can and what we can't do. The fans are able to voice their opinion 100%. And yesterday would have laid a, a big statement. However... The moment it turns into crime is the moment that those owners will be sitting in their boxes or sitting in their homes way, way far away thinking eh, you've broken the rules and you're, you're going against the law. So we're right to sit here and do exactly what we want because you've acted a way which isn't the right way to protest your opinions. And that's what I think about the whole situation. And I had a few people message me saying, are you watching this? Are you watching this? I was planning to watch it. But I'll tell you one thing. For those who are watching the B in Sports um, coverage, Arsene Wenger was on there for 90 minutes. I think, and this is not hating on Liverpool and not hating on Manchester United, but if you listen to what he was saying about the world of football right now, his conversation with Richard Keyes and Andy Gray was brilliant, fantastic. He was bombarded with questions and yet he delivered It was some of the best content you will see. I'm not sure if you can still pull that up on YouTube. But some of the best content you will see with the way that they threw questions at him and the way he answered it was so proper and so articulate that we need more people like football in football like that. Arsene Wenger. Shout out to Arsene Wenger. Okay, coming up next... um, the Ramadan segment on health and fitness. Now, Masoud you sent me a message regarding Ramadan, regarding fasting, regarding training. So I'm going to answer it straight after the break. Enjoy this. Here's some Maroon 5. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he
1: loves the and What the goal?
0: This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice
1: strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. And-
0: Sure is that time. It's the halftime show, the Omar Duri. I am your host, coming to everything sport, international, and local. Thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in. Shout out to all the people who are locked in and entertaining me during the break on Instagram Live. What's up, Leila, Zanzan, Almas? Uh, of course, Florin from New York, Mustafa Groom. <laughs> don't say their name because it might be a company. Uh, <laughs> Hamad, Keek, you've got um, Dimon, Murad, uh, Shayma, of course. Fahad, Shadi, Rajvi, RBO, uh, and Grease Maldo Thank you very much for tuning in. Great to see you guys on the Instagram live. Okay, so one of the questions I got in from our very own uh, avid listener, Mas'ud, was uh, about Ramadan and about fasting and about the nutrients that we need. Now, see, here's the thing, Mas'ud. I, I am going to dedicate this segment to you. Um... With with Ramadan, of course, when it comes to nutrition, it comes to everyone, the way their body types. And not only that, the way it responds, but gut health in in general with the probiotics and so many things. We spend hours on this topic. But one thing I wanted to highlight based on you, obviously your, your question, which inspired me, was electrolytes. Now, a lot of times when we're fasting, what happens is, you know, we lose electrolytes. And in doing so... Uh, that's what we need to replenish and replace. And here's what happens when your body is low on electrolytes. It can impair your body's functions. Um, and, and that's when you get like an acid balance, fluid regulation, uh, blood clotting. Uh, you know, so many things that can kind of affect the way you function. So I wanted to actually focus on electrolytes, seeing that that's something that you've obviously inspired in your question. And, you know, there are three main electrolytes, sodium potassium and chloride now a lot of times we think let's just guzzle some water down and that should be okay but i think that's one of the things we kind of have to focus on trying to get those levels back on track because you know there are ways to uh, replenish electrolytes and you can get that through you know things like coconut water for example now if you're not really big on the taste there's milk watermelon um there's uh, smoothies sports drinks electrolyte tablets uh, out there um, which help a lot with, you know, especially we've only got, what, nine days, I think it's left till Ramadan's over. Wherever you are around the world, I'm sure you're going through the same thing. And and electrolytes is something that I think, in general, not just in fasting, by the way, but I think also in performance is something we need to actually just get right. And I think everyone responds to it differently, but I, I, I like, you know, how that goes about. Um, what else have I got for you? I've got... Good source of electrolytes, we've said. Uh, You can also get it through food as well, by the way. So things like nuts, potatoes, broccoli, sunflower, pumpkin seeds, uh, coconut water, pickle juice. Pickle juice? Um, How many of you drink... (laughs) Fickle juice. (laughs) Something else you can do, uh, you know, with that. But again, as I said to you earlier, it's really important to be able to kind of replace that. And I remember Masoud asking me, you know, Omar, how how do I get that going? Um, Well, here's one of the things that will really help, especially as you break your fast. We kind of think we can just get as much food down our system as possible. Not always the case. Got a bit of a um, a question here coming through on... um, on Instagram, Shadi, who's a Tottenham fan, is asking me, who is to be blamed for Jose's exit? Is it the players or performance? That's a good question, Shadi. Listen, before you get to players and performance, I think you got to look at Daniel Levy, the chairman. When you bring on someone like Jose Mourinho, there's nothing long-term about that kind of appointment. If you look at his past records, if you look at the third season syndrome he's been at, How long are you going to give him to be able to, you know, elevate, let's say, Spurs? So that's the first thing I'd look at. The second thing is, in terms of recruitment, who was in charge of that? Was it Daniel Levy? Because you know that Jose Mourinho did not want someone like Gareth Bale. And with the money spent on his wages, could they have got someone else in, you know, of a higher quality that could help with Jose Mourinho's system? We all know that he likes to be defensive. So that's something that I would say. Then you have to look at the players. The players have a certain responsibility but here's the thing when you have players with leadership the psychology behind that comes down to when things aren't going well tactically or stylistically the players take charge so that's where I would then go on to the answer to your question say the recruitment comes down to who you recruit to be able to fit a certain system the personality of the players then elevate the team when things aren't going right so I think there. are all to blame. I don't think it's just just Jose Mourinho. But I also think the reason why they sacked him a week before the cup final was because if he had won that cup final, then you have to keep him for longer. But saying that as well, Mourinho knew what he was getting himself into with all the rumors of how a chairman is. And we've had Avram Grant on the show before talk about chairmen and director of footballs and all sorts of things. That was a very interesting show if you haven't caught it, by the way. He was really good in talking about the different roles in the game. So, knowing what you're getting yourself into. By the way, folks, Mourinho got paid very handsomely to get fired. So, I wouldn't feel too sorry about, about the situation. But I think he probably would have been able to give um, City a better game in the cup final. And I also don't understand, you know, the Mason appointment when Chris Powell has the coaching badges, the experience, and also has managed at the highest level. And you've got Ledley King, who's a legend, and also got his coaching badges. I don't know why Mason's there at 29. Now, nothing wrong with age, but I just I don't get it. Um, what's up, Saad Almas? Um, Almas says that if she scores tonight, she's going to dab. Okay, all right, cool. And hopefully celebrate with me. And of course, one of our favorite fighters, mixed martial art fighters, Anas Saraj Munir, is in the building as well, sending his regards, um, who is fantastic. You saw his last fight, by the way. He was Incredible what a fighter okay right so that's the ramadan uh, segment regarding health and fitness i hope you've enjoyed it guys get on to your electrolytes that is the game changer if you're training 24 7 and you're getting yourself you know in the right frame of mind that balance you got to replace your electrolytes first segment we talked about united second segment we talked about ramadan and the health and fitness segment and the third segment we're going to talk to you about an up and coming star on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Oh,
1: he loves the fire and What a goal! This
0: is the Halftime Show with Umar Duri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh. We are back on the Halftime Show. See, I thought it couldn't get better when I had Big Hass on the other day talking about (laughs) basketball is life. But I've got the other half of Yala Home here with me today. I managed to stop her getting between both doors as she was uh, getting through. Anna Schofield, how you doing?
1: No, I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. I'm it's doing nice well. to be
1: here. I like seeing you on air.
0: Really? Yeah. Is it weird for you?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is because I don't get to see you much on air. Yeah. We're obviously mates, but I don't get to see you actually on air. Yeah. I, I see your Instagram.
0: Okay, okay mm-hmm. she just plugged my Instagram. I yeah, like it. That is good. Uh, Schofield, there's a lot of... Th- I'm sorry guys, I, I don't call her by her first name. I call her by her second That's you know we're friends Um, I'm going to throw a scenario away There's there's this athlete I've picked up on I saw him actually on the BBC they were talking about him his name is Trevor Lawrence now for most of you including myself before I read about him I thought what who's that he is an up and coming NFL star uh, at the tender age of twenty-one, wow! He's also six foot six.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, big boy. Yeah. Uh, he's had a remarkable record of eighty-six wins and four defeats, and he plays American football. But what I wanted to touch on here, and this is where, because I know you've got two, two beautiful kids, I
1: have. Thank you, Albie
0: and Lola. Shout out to Albie and Lola. Yeah. <laughs> um, when it comes down to getting that kind of attention at a young age, yeah. And you had it in with your father being who he is. I thought yeah. I'd drop that in there oh, as well. well See how nice I'm bringing indeed. all this together now. You're good. Yeah, thank you. The, the, <laughs> the, uh, the attention that comes with it, the, the, you mm. know, at such a young age, when you're exposed to so many different factors, what's that like growing up in that kind of superstar
1: Bubble. Oh, I think you're giving it some lovely things. Daddy would be loving the fact that you're using the word superstar. Mm. I think that um, I mean, my dad was my dad was an actor, so the fame wasn't around me yeah. in any way. Although I did get some grief at school uh, because every time he became, you know, if he was in EastEnders or if he was in some, when he was in Star Wars, Star you know, those Wars. little things. Yeah. Right. So then that suddenly became a bubble yeah. um, of of kind of glory, and everyone looked at him in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it really, really annoying um, because we would be walking down the street, especially in something like EastEnders where um, everyone felt they owned you because you're you're a national treasure. You're on a, a series that everyone watches nearly every night of the week. Yeah. You know, it's a soap opera. Um, so they would shout out his character name. You couldn't have a conversation. Cars, windows down, people shouting out his name, his character name, mm-hmm. or his real name, or wherever we were eating, they would come to the table, they would interrupt, they would stop, and you start to do that thing of, should we not go out? Yeah. Now, obviously, that is one um, hundredth of what um, your NFL guy is going to experience. Yeah. Um, experiencing it young, 21, you're probably okay. But if you're going to go younger, you only need to look at Britney Spears yeah. um, and, and you know, Justin Bieber nearly went off the rails. Like, yeah. I think that, yeah. that young kind of fame where you literally have so much money and power is not good for kids. Mm. They are kids. But 21, I mean...
0: I mean, yeah. You know how I normally see it is I look at... Even when I'm coaching, I look at the, the players normally and then I turn back to what I was doing at 21. Right. And I go, how was I thinking? Now, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Trouble. Yeah, absolute chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, actually, I was quite quite good when it comes down to sports. I was very disciplined. Just with the sport? Yeah, just with the sport, I was very disciplined. And, and, uh, and I always wondered why I was put up as captain but because I was quite quiet. Mm. And then I look at okay. Trevor Lawrence. here. Yeah, I keep wanting to Trevor Nelson. Me too. I, I, keep, I yeah. look at Trevor Lawrence here and I was studying some of the things he was doing. The pressure of being a role model. Right. The pressure of not doing things or being distracted mm. by many things, I'm sure, at that age.
1: The sport will hopefully keep him in line. It's not Mm. like being a pop star where I'm sure everything is thrown at you. Um, With sport, he needs to keep himself fit. Mm -hmm. He needs to um, be on point with what he's eating, Mm -hmm. how he's behaving. Um, They will have people monitoring the young ones, I'm sure. I mean, you know more. But the clubs will be watching the young ones who suddenly... You know get all this fame suddenly yeah. um but uh, yeah at 21 you're not quite in your right apparently the human brain fully matures at the age of 23 24 doesn't it you're yeah. not done at 21 you're still growing
0: yeah yeah and also the i think peak performance hits in at 27 28
1: interesting okay so uh,
0: right. while the brain is working and gets you to a certain point the body then takes you to about 27 28 and i was mm-hmm. looking at um i was looking at some of you know you know uh, Lawrence's is, is stats, and and it's crazy. He is a hometown hero,
1: right? Of course.
0: Um, he yeah. will probably get that that big contract to go deeper into the NFL, right? And that's when he's gonna not be in his comfort zone. So I'm looking at it psychologically. He's not going to be around the people he's grown up with, the same road, the same people that are cheering him on. Yeah. He's going to be on a global scale, mm-hmm. and we already know the U.S. is huge, so. That's going to be the test of character to see if he does them, Because we've all s- seen it, and you might even had people in your life as well who were uh, they got all that potential, yeah, and it just never gets to where they probably could have got to, yeah, because of temptation, because of restriction, yeah. because of lack of discipline, yeah. Um, so I'm wondering how he's going to respond.
1: And what are your vibes so far? Have you? I mean, I think the parents probably have quite a big role in it. So has he got a good home life? What's the background?
0: Well, this is the thing. When I was doing my, my research on here, his dad plays a big role in his life. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars oh. is, is the team that he plays for. Um, but also, he's got long blonde hair. He looks the part. Right. Um, he seems humble. And they say he's a grounded kid that turned up for tryouts in 2007. Right. 2007. Um, From being face-to-face of his hometown, Cartersville, since he was 14 to being recognized as the voice of college football by the U.S. president, he's already been acknowledged by the U.S. president.
1: Oh, wow. He's cooking on gas.
0: Yes, exactly. So, good question about the family. Looking at the way his parents have kept him grounded, obviously... How how I, and this is something actually because I, I know Albie's just a gem. Um, mm-hmm. How do you keep the kids grounded? I know I know Lola's gonna be big. I know she's been accepted. <laughs> can I say that? She's yeah, you accept, can. Yeah, she's been yeah. accepted to Hurtwood House. Yes, which yeah, is huge. UK.
1: Yep. Yeah. And
0: and she might have a couple of celebrity kids in there as well.
1: She might do. Yeah. Yeah. Beckham's. Oh please! Oh no! <laughs> I'm like Britney Spears's mother. I'm go-, go and make friends. Go and make friends. Go and make. <laughs> go on, Lola <laughs> How do you keep them grounded? Um, I don't think yet they've had anything to not be grounded about. Okay. I think that the UAE obviously offers um, some amazing things, like yeah. someone always clearing up after you. That's one of the things you get asked as a parent a lot. How do you keep them grounded when you've got you know a, a nanny all yeah. the time? Yeah. Um. Uh, but I think it's it's all about you and how you treat your nanny, how yeah. you work at home. So they only know, you know, the house that I create mm-hmm. and the rules that I have. Right. So they can stay grounded. It will be interesting to see, um, you know, if they do well, what happens next. Mm-hmm. Certainly the circles that Lola may move in in the next two years. Yeah that's going to be interesting. But hopefully she's got enough grounding to come home and laugh. I think humour is a huge part. Yeah. If you can walk in and go, you will never guess what. Yeah. You couldn't write it. Yeah. This happened. Yeah. You know, as long as it's ta-da, it's so funny and not, oh yeah, because yeah. that's me and I deserved it. If they start any of that, mm-hmm. then it's time to, you know, cut Throw off down. the ankles. I mean, what do you, what do you think? You've, you've been to the World Cup with a team. You took them there.
0: Yeah, there's a sense of just being a guardian amongst those players. Right. Being responsible for them. But also, like you said, just make sure that they're not being too serious about it and they're able to joke and laugh and banter about it. Yes. That's super, super key. Yeah. And it's easy coming from you being super mom and you know <laughs> being nominated for awards <laughs> all around wow. the country. Um but but yeah, I, I I don't have my own kids at the moment, but I, I it's something that I, I observe a lot and I having been a teacher and a coach, I've been able to work with male and female different ages. I'm actually going to a game tonight where the under 19 UAE team is facing against is facing Maria's team.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Yeah,
0: and I'm and because I obviously used to work with the UAE women's national team, I have a lot of love for the youngsters yeah. there. But I also have my wife and friends who are playing on the other team, so I'm going to try and keep it neutral. <laughs> oh, wow, that's and, a hard one and, for you. And support both, but yeah, yeah, you know what, it's it's sometimes you don't commit to to clubs, you commit to players. Of course. And yeah. when they move over move on or move over to a different team, you still loyal to them, mm. and you still want them to really do well, even if they're up against each other. Yeah, and that's kind of where where I stand. So I'm sitting on the fence on this one. You are yeah. probably <laughs> fences,
1: but that's very you. You're very good at that. You're very calming. I'm sure you're a great influence. So you're going to play it super well tonight Hopefully. with your wife on one side and the people you've trained on yes. the other. Yes, yeah,
0: it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm sure the eyes will be on me if any goal goes in. Uh, right, okay, we will take mm-hmm. a quick break and we'll be right back after break. Schofield, man, I wish you could be here all the time. I love awesome. it. So thank yeah. you very much. We'll be right back after this. Enjoy. This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95, 95. Oh, he lifts the fire and that... what a goal. This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh,
1: better than nice. Wonderful.
0: Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, we are back on the halftime show. You know what? I get spoiled here. Last show, Big Ass came on. This show, Anna Schofield is on. I mean, I'm <laughs> setting competing. myself. I'm setting myself up. This is building, 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 and it's great to have the two legends uh, on the show to speak. Do you ever get a chance to genuinely speak it now? Do you ever get a chance to hear or or listen to parts of the show?
1: No okay no 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 no. I don't think I think when you do a show like every day mm. for three hours I mean Hass and I I'm with Hass more than I'm with my own family mm. so if you think about three consecutive solid hours just one on one it's, yeah. quite, it's quite a long time so actually um, and then I'm not complaining by the way it's Hass is yeah. fantastic yeah. so um, I count myself as lucky but when you go home actually we're like we'll sometimes call each other but then you don't want to hear I don't want to hear my own voice especially mm-hmm. if I've done voiceovers during the day I'm sick of me Yeah. so no
0: how can you be sick of you?
1: <laughs> See, you're a sweetheart. <laughs> Smooth.
0: <laughs> Dory. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and do you get a chance, because I do this sometimes, okay. I, I get to listen to the other shows on Pulse Night Live Radio. Some, yeah. Do you get a chance to hear the other many of the other shows? Yeah,
1: some. I, I grab bits and pieces. It's lovely listening to um, Mikhail and Aisha. Cause, yeah. Because obviously we're coming in then. Um, we're driving into the show. So I I get to, I think that Hani has the most incredible intonation and tone. Mm. Um, you know, him and him and on in. Omnia is super. Yeah. Um, but and um, we love, li- you know, Hass and I love listening to you. Um, oh, stop
0: it. No, keep, keep we do. Going. We do. Stop we do. it. Yeah,
1: stop, keep stop. Please. Uh, yeah. Um, but let's talk about you because obviously it's it's Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing this completely while fasting and yeah. it's something that I, you know, I watch Hass doing it. Hass does it and he's fasting mm-hmm. and he's he's doing the same job and he's being the same person. It's incredible, really. Um, but you also are working out twice a day. <laughs> and now... <laughs> I am literally on the sidelines going, my goodness, wow. Yeah. Is that not stressful on your body?
0: I think it's, it's, if I don't work out, it's stressful. Does that but make sense? But you
1: don't have any hydration and uh, you don't have any food. Yeah. Your body's already s- probably in trauma.
0: I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know what, Scofield, there's just something that's missing you know if right. i if i don't yeah. exercise don't get me wrong i mean I, i'm not exercising today but if i don't exercise normally yeah. then i don't feel good mentally
1: i do understand that yeah yeah yeah, yeah thing, I, I don't I,
0: mean. I don't feel good mentally and that kind of leads if like we talk about the domino system normally on the show that kind of leads on to the next domino which then affects the whole chain reaction so if i don't I, mm. my planning for my training is is quite crazy because i i put that in the diary a month before <laughs> sounds a month obsessive. before yeah absolutely wow absolutely and, i thought and i had ocd <laughs> no honestly when it comes down to that part wow. ocd is me
1: right you
0: know um so that's that's kind of the thing but but if i don't train i think that's the problem okay and i think if i don't have a goal that's another problem so yeah. if I, if i was quite comfortable and if i had already reached where i wanted to be yeah. then i might be complacent but i haven't and so that's why um, Ramadan, I kind of said to myself, you know, my birthday was in Ramadan for the yes. first time. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I thought, OK, we're getting on a bit now. There's no excuses. By the time I'm 40, I want to be in the best shape of my life. OK. So that was kind of like the main thing. I know right. I'm not there yet, but that was the aim. So I'm not trying to fast track it. But Ram- Ramadan is just another month of the year that we have to just get on with. And you know what you normally say to me? Yeah, but, you know, you just get on with it and but you do you're incredible yeah, look, thank, you know, that, that's really nice you'd thank say but it's something that I am very aware and mindful of energy right and wherever I step into a room I completely understand when someone's energy is not 100% right if they've been fasting yeah but that doesn't have to be me
1: okay that's interesting right All right. and
0: sometimes even Maria said it and some other people have said it when you come on air you've ramped up the energy mm. for that. Omnia sometimes, bless her heart. She comes in and she goes, Are you okay? You're gonna be okay for the show. Yeah. And then as soon as it hits three a.m 3 3 p.m., bam, we're in. We've bounced off the walls again. True performer, darling. (laughs) 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 He's just clicking. Well done. So I think to answer your question, I think it is everyone responds differently to it. But in my eyes, I think you've got to kind of set yourself a goal to achieve otherwise. I, I, if I was already where I wanted to be, I might be complacent, and I'm not. All right. I think so that's you're still the truth. Inspiring. Yes.
1: All right. What would you say to someone then who, actually, me? So I've I've sort of plateaued. I'm not mm. in any anywhere where I want to be, but mm. also I've seemed to have lost incentive, and I think some of it's to do with the pandemic, um, and the restrictions, and I've lost my flow, and I've lost my vibe, mm-hmm. um, and I was very strict, and now I'm a bit like hmm. Huh. You know, if I feel a bit off, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I just I won't do the stomach today, or I I won't do those the the bicep, and the curls, and the. Well, <laughs> yeah. How do you get it back?
0: Well, you've got someone here saying looking gorgeous, Anna. So uh, Hanan clearly believes that you've you've already got it.
1: Oh, Hanan, uh, bless
0: um, you. You know, uh, but I think I think it comes down to goal setting. I think what is it that you want to achieve? Do you mm-hmm. have something um, in mind? Is it? the way you feel is it is it a dress size is it measurement some people hate jumping on a scale that's fine is it the way you perform there's so many Look, things. you're speaking what works to for you? a woman
1: uh, what do you think I want to get into the clothes that I want to wear mm-hmm. uh, so normally that means losing weight okay that's literally it I know it's not even that I want to be fit okay. although I do like the mental aspect if I don't work out in a day yeah, yeah I'm done for
0: what it's- is there is there a favorite outfit that is your go-to to see where you're at here's a question for you
1: Oh. Yeah, there's a couple.
0: And have you tried them on?
1: Oh, I wouldn't even go near them right now. I can't.
0: So maybe that's, that's the first step.
1: What, try and get them on? Yeah. But then I'll then I'll just go and have a donut. I'm <laughs> feeling, you know, <laughs> devastated.
0: No, if you try them on, <laughs> then you'll know where you're at. And then that might motivate you.
1: I think it will depress me. You think so? Yeah. I work from encouragement.
0: Okay. But, so. but you're quite disciplined. Once you're on it, you're on it.
1: I am. Okay. Yes. okay. Yeah, that's well, true. Well,
0: you know what? A little bit uncomfortable to be comfortable.
1: Okay, little. We're bit gonna report back next week
0: on Anna Schofield's <laughs> mission with the outfit, the outfit, to see where she's at. I'm sure it's nice, but she says, and no, also that is, might that, that might motivate you. She's looking at me. She's like, no, <laughs>
1: I'm giving you the look. Okay, maybe I need to do some more boxing. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: I know a good boxing place. Uh huh. Come with me. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. The comments are coming in here. Um, the why needs to be greater than the how. You get Interesting. that? Interesting. The why yeah. needs to be greater than the how. If you know okay. why, then the how will just happen. Okay. Think about that. Uh, Hanan says, looking gorgeous. I'm going to repeat that on air again. <laughs> Florence says, something is missing when I don't run. So I totally get it. Yeah. Um, uh, Terry saying, and he absolutely kills it. Thank you very much, Terry. So kind of you. Uh, still on work, but I'm back, says Masoud. And yes, uh, Zaruni agrees with us as well. But guys, we are reaching full time on the halftime show thank you very much for tuning in and if you do miss the show Masoud I'm calling you out right now if you <laughs> miss the show and the segment is dedicated to your question that you've slid into the DMs then you can catch the full show on YouTube Pulse Night 5 Radio or if you prefer a podcast head over to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and Rami type in the halftime show and it is there I have to say a wonderful thank you to Anna Schofield for oh, no, jumping no it's on. lovely
1: thank you for letting me play with you it's really good it's
0: great to have yeah, you here so oh, nice. see I get greedy now I one Day Anna Scoville, maybe I get them <laughs> both next time. Hey, you never know. Yeah, combo, brilliant, okay, amazing. And uh, guys, have a blessed day. And coming up next, actually, mm-hmm. is Yallah Home and Anna Schofield big, hoes, big, ho- big, hoes, big, Did big horse, big <laughs> <laughs> big horse, big has. Do you say big host Big hose. Big hose. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> Can't wait. Make sure you stay tuned uh, for the amazing uh, duo. They're going to be up next, and I will see you back on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Three Saturday. To four. You know the days, right?
1: Of course. <laughs> Don't test me, Omar. (laughs) Have a great day, folks. We're out.
0: This is Pulse 95.
1: Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.